Keenan has some editing to do. <laughs> Keenan does have some editing to do. I have a feeling that this will get edited, but I do want to say that in uh, a previous released episode of This Much Love, we do have the unexpected ball episode, and perhaps this the episode title for this one could be the unexpected poop episode. You're listening to Tangentious. I'm Keenan, and I want to talk about feeling burnt out. I'm Klein, and I want to talk about the Encyclopedia Britannica. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Nate, and I want to talk about imposter syndrome. We have to start with the Encyclopedia I mean, Britannica. We got to. And uh, also, so we we didn't know what Klein wanted to talk about this week. He said he's going to save it for showtime. And it's showtime. <laughs> I want to hear well, all about the encyclopedia. Actually, I have a little Encyclopedia Britannica story, so please. Good. Uh, so mine mine was mostly, I have been discovering lately that I am just amazed at how e- even young kids of this new generation of kids have just complete, like, all knowledge is at their fingertips. And and when we were growing up, I mean, we had the internet eventually, and it really got to the point where we could do the same thing that they're doing now, but that probably mm-hmm. wasn't until high school or middle school. Um, but we used to have to look things up in, like, you know, 24 book collections, and you would, mm-hmm. like... That were, like, a bazillion dollars. They were so yeah, expensive. Yeah, And so, like, only, like, your grandma would have it, or, or yeah. like, so you might lend it to your no, parents we had or some. Something. Did you? Well, yeah, white privilege. But I mean, okay. we're rich, so ah, that'll do it. <laughs> so, so you've, same, also, you've often <clears throat> talked about how much money you've had. <laughs> uh, no, my wife, my wife's family had a, had a set, one set. You only, I mean, yeah. like it's like we're good for 1987, but like that's it. <laughs> so those were those were never updated. Like the, I, I never really understand how. So you ha- either had to buy a whole new set every year, mm-hmm. or I mean, they never released like. Firmware you know, updates, errata or whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. They never had like, hey, here's some stuff we missed. <laughs> here's a here's, supplement. Here's, a whole new here's book. your supplemental encyclopedia. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we're gonna we're gonna just <laughs> we're just gonna ship you some extra pages or paragraphs that you can like rubber cement over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they were expensive, man. Like yeah, those oh, things, they were like expensive. leather. They were like leather hardcover books. Um, we had yeah, many. Thing. There, there was never books. a paperback yeah. encyclopedia. Was there? <laughs> No, I mean, there was like you could get like an almanac, like I, I like yeah. the almanacs for paper, but not, not like books of record, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I only had one almanac growing up, and the only thing that I remember in it, it was from 1995 or 96, and it had uh, a lot of stuff about the Oklahoma City bombing in it. Mm, that's <laughs> depressing. Or that's all Keenan read about. I which am, either way is yeah. worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> uh i uh i had 1990 i i read the 1990 almanac front to back and, what um, <laughs> for years you nerd <laughs> it's like i i could tell you like the but the problem is like the knowledge doesn't stick because like most of europe fell apart <laughs> in the in the late 80s early 90s and like so like none of those countries he knows are, like, a lot about the ussr <laughs> 
I know a lot about like Czechoslovakia. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, no, but we, we so my, we were, so it's funny you bring this. It's really funny you bring this up because we we just um, so we bought our house from my mother in law. Um, like so, my wife grew up in this house, and. When, when her parents got divorced, her dad moved out. <clears throat> or I'm sorry, her mom moved out. She moved out with her mom, and her dad stayed in the house. And then her dad was going to sell the house, but by that point, her mom was like uh, uh, recovered from like the financial stuff of the divorce and decided she was going to buy the house back. So it's just been like passed back and forth like a weird <laughs> ping pong um, ball. But uh, so we bought the house from her mom a few years ago, and. Um, but there's like ghosts of her parents in the house, meaning like encyclopedia, actual ghosts, ghosts. right? And, and actual ghosts, but like shit that nobody <laughs> wants to take with them. Like, who wants a 1989 Encyclopedia Britannica, which is like 20, like all dictionary size <laughs> books, yeah. right? And so it's been in our office, which is like we use for storage for since it was bought and put on the shelf. Um, and about two weeks ago, we found out that the, we live in the suburbs with the city that we live near, there were cycling centers open to anybody. So it's funny that we, we literally took all this knowledge and threw that shit into a recycle dumpster, <laughs> um, about two weeks ago. <clears throat> and I will tell you, it was a giant Tupperware tote of books that I took yeah, there. It's like $600 um, worth of knowledge that you just threw yeah, away. And I threw it in the garbage because <laughs> it has absolutely no utility anymore at all. I, so the, the thing that sparked all this, I just don't, I, I can't fathom ever going back to a world like that. It's, it's so no. weird to me that no. like, no. I, I mean, especially in cases, you know, the, the pop culture jokes are always, you know, what do we do before IMDb? Like when we mm-hmm. like and I can't get through a movie now half the time without mm-hmm. me like, oh, where the hell is that actor from? Yep. I know. I know they're from somewhere. And then so like, you yep. know, oh, season two of Gotham. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, I, I totally agree. <clears throat> and what's crazy is uh, so like the Encyclopedia of Tennis is a good example of like there was a weird like from like i don't know when it started but like the 1-800 like order this shit um <laughs> like quick commercials and 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 like they That's they the would episode run, title easy you know <laughs> but you you remember like you'd be home from school sick or something and you'd watch tv and like yeah. you just that's all the commercials were during the day it's like do you want to like oh the knowledge is vast and it'd be yeah. like a like an ocean like a video of an ocean and and uh fucking they talk you into ordering in for just 17 installments of 89.99 you can have the encyclopedia britannica and they'd show it on a bookshelf like it and it was like a symbolic of like a good ass middle class life in like 1990 right like it, that's really what it was emblematic of to me so i i mean i don't mean to for all of our conversations since our last super intense episode to be political in nature but it really was like a gateway of knowledge like there was there was gatekeeping of knowledge back then like you yeah, had yeah. to you had to have enough money to afford an encyclopedia britannica or you had to get to the library and you know hope that the m tome was in was in stock there like i mean it's 
<laughs> it's wild to think that like that used to be something that, i mean obviously access to broadband is still an issue access mm-hmm. to the internet is still kind of an issue mm-hmm. around the country it but, is it is uh it's it's so wild how much of a difference it was back then for getting access to that knowledge yeah uh i would like to interject really quickly just because i got a little curious and did some google foo mm-hmm. um the Encyclopedia Britannica Global Edition 2016 30 volume set, which is a thing, Whoa. is on Amazon for just $583.72. <laughs> yes. And plus Still, $3.99 Three years old yeah. information. <laughs> I can't even get free shipping on a $600 encyclopedia set. This probably they weighs you 800 pounds. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling Shipping you, weight, so 26.9 th- pounds. How does that cost $4? Oh it's not 26.9 pounds unless they have eliminated a lot of materials from the Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica. It was it absolutely weight. at least 85 pounds that I took out of the car. <laughs> I was going to say, you just carried it. You know it on styrofoam weight. now. because yeah they just put it on like the the least sustainable materials possible Just rice paper it's it's the same stuff the bible is (laughs) it's just yeah completely thin paper but bibles are fucking heavy Uh, yeah but but yeah but imagine if you ordered like 30 bibles that's the encyclopedia britannica (laughs) yeah so get this though the world book encyclopedia the competitor yeah, I remember World Book. Yeah. 22 volume 2018? set. 2018? 2018. Wow. 22 volume set. $879.67. <laughs> and and I just want to point out this is a deal. You're saving 12% off the list price, which is $999. Dude, you remember list prices on books? It'd be like you can get this book for 12.95, list price 29.95. And you, like what 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 the fuck what is a list price? You know what's crazy about this? I got pissed today because I was looking at Wikipedia and they had a big old pop-up that was like, we need $2, please. (laughs) I was just like, fuck off, Wikipedia. (laughs) I don't use you for anything important. I was curious if anybody had done it and somebody has. Let me know how many seasons of TV shows there are. Uh, you can apparently, I don't know if it ever actually happened because this is from 2015, you can soon buy a 7,471 volume printed version of Wikipedia for $500,000. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Stop. Come on. Stop everything. Can you imagine like you're, you're like sitting on the couch watching TV and something you normally Wikipedia comes up and you just like get up and walk to your wikipedia room with your vast <laughs> fucking like citadel sized <laughs> room of wikipedia it's, books <laughs> it's two old classic library rooms but actually just just the same white book in different numbers <laughs> running your own dewey decimal system here's something that i also really like uh in the used collection uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica 15th edition, which is apparently the 2003 printing, uh, you can get. No, you can get. Uh, you can get all of the copies on okay. eBay for nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents plus three seventy nine shipping. Here's, so here's how I know I'm broken. I was like, should I get that? <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. It's only 20 hours. That's a deal. <laughs> you literally hours. just threw <laughs> away a collection of them. <laughs> that shelf's kind of empty now. Should I get? Should I just get an update? Wait, I'll one? send you the link. Maybe, I'll send you the link. We can put it in the show notes. <laughs> the information on the American rattlesnake has not changed since '86. I'm gonna tell you that right now. God, I just can't imagine. Why would you? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, good, good I show, I everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna. <clears throat> I'll do some. Uh, I'll do some linking. Type yeah. this in here. <laughs> encyclopedia these are actually words i've never typed <laughs> like i didn't i didn't know how to type britannica i lit my fingers just that's locked why i didn't up. put it in show notes didn't. <laughs> just locked up britannica britannica <laughs> all right that was a good stroll down memory lane all right nate we owe you a topic so it's your turn to talk oh yeah so <laughs> <laughs> Um, hmm. where to start? I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to talk about imposter syndrome. What predicated this? Like, last time it seemed yeah. like a specific event happened. Okay, so without <laughs> without getting too specific. Um, no, no, name names. I want to so, know every single one so, of your colleagues. <laughs> there's this guy named Martin. No, there's no, I don't, I don't Karen know, and H.R. Martin. I don't think I've ever met anybody named Martin. Um, they don't exist. So... I've had a, a a job role change recently, um, and so uh, one of the executives everyone knows right now. I work in a large hospital. One of our executives who oversees the department I was in, but also like a, a big ass amount of of uh, of departments in the hospital. Uh, I've gotten to know her pretty well. She like I I did some reporting for her that was like high visibility, right? And so she's just sort of. <laughs> Keenan's dying. Why are you dying? It's like this turned into like one of those business podcasts that's gonna like uh where we need to like rename the show like uh uh getting over imposter syndrome dot com <laughs> podcast show extravaganza. Uh, on the five I by five just, network. I was cracking up because this is just visual comedy at this point. There's no point in describing it, but at one point Klein just like looked up. <laughs> At the sky, and then I saw him just sort of like make his. He just meandered over to his corner and shut the basement door and just like he, stared at it for a second. Klein, I was like, "What is going Klein's, on?" Klein's Klein's basement behavior. I thought for sure that I was watching what happened in the Blair Witch Project. Anything I'm trying to not disrupt always ends up with a Keenan commentary. <laughs> Anytime I do that, I was just shutting the door so the sounds from my air conditioner wouldn't bother everything. It's almost like you would learn not to t- shut the door <laughs> or, or move do away anything. from the camera at all. <laughs> Nate's crying. <laughs> Apparently, we don't give you a crap Nate about Nate. Feel Nate's like an imposter. <laughs> what's funny? What's funny is like I saw climb, but I didn't really think about it because I was talking. And then when Keenan <laughs> described it. It like replayed in my head, and, it, and he did just stand in front yeah, of the door for a little bit. He's standing in the corner. It's the fucking Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Both mine and your cameras are about to just fall over to the side. Yeah, good. That was actually like weird ring girl material. <sighs> wow, that's my. Oh idol. my god, oh my how do god. we recover from this? Now I have a headache. Um. <laughs> so anyway, imposter syndrome. So anyway, long story short. Uh, I, I got 
Um, I got a promotion at work. I, I will say, like, I, I do feel it was well-deserved. Um, I was doing a lot of the work as is. it was already. And so, uh, so it's great. And, like, it's been great. My new direct supervisor is great. But I think, um, like, they always, so this executive, my new supervisor, and, and it's sort of part of the new team I work with is always praising me. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of praise. And it's all very, very kind. Like, I, I very much appreciate it. But you just, I, I think it's just part of my personality, like, that I just don't, I don't take praise particularly well. But um, mm-hmm. when it's like, I don't want to say nonstop. That's a weird way to put it. But when it's sort of, um, you know, if you're in a meeting and they're like, oh, this is Nate, he's a new member of our team. Like, he's all this amazing stuff, right? Like, they just, like, rattle off all this stuff. And I'm just like, ugh, like, why are you, ugh? And then... Um, Great dick. <laughs> so, uh, I- I'm uncomfortable with praise to begin with. And-, and-, and imposter syndrome generally is described as, like, uh, you feeling like you are inept or, like, not able to do a certain job. Um, but... And I, and I, it's weird because I don't feel that way. Like I feel like I can do the job. It's just the praise makes me feel like I'm being like patronized in a way. I'm not. Mm, like I, I'm definitely not. But I'm, I'm certainly uncomfortable with the praise. And um, and I came across an article that was really interesting that says like, uh, it's not so much like imposter syndrome for people who are not actual imposters. Um generally is bred from like bad work environment, like toxic management or work environment. And I will say Mm. for a long time, we did have um, a department leader who was not very good at their job um, and sort of created an environment that made you start to feel like you were a little crazy. Um, Man, you're really just putting Jared on blast there, aren't you? (laughs) Jared. Freaking Fuck Marty, Jared. man. Marty. Sucked. Smart. <laughs> um, and so, um, and so I, I started thinking about that and I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, that's kind of true because you would question yourself in ways, um, you know, the, the, the person that was in charge would kind of frame things in a way that made it seem like you were at fault for their shortcomings. And so I think after like repeated sort of after that happening for a long period of time, um, eventually I just started to think in a way that was like, I do my job. I know I do my job, but like, you don't really get praise. You don't really get rewarded for your work. <clears throat> and so mm-hmm. to see all to, for all that, all of a sudden to be a, sort of a 180 where folks are like, Nate is incredible for years. He's done all this amazing work. It just sort of threw me for a loop. And I started to feel like very, very uncomfortable with, um, <laughs> the way people would talk about me in meetings especially in meetings where there were other sort of like senior leaders that i hadn't met before or weren't familiar with i would just sort of like uh, like kind of just shrink down and just i i hated the feeling and i wasn't sure like i was never that way like i'm not generally that way um yeah so it was a little weird it's like you but you what you're describing in your previous team was you were basically being gaslit correct it was constant gaslighting Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's bad management. And so, like, at a certain point, yeah, like, why like why wouldn't you assume then, like, oh, these things are going wrong. Of course you're going to internalize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> so what's weird is so the, the, I guess the, the strangest part of it or strangest part of the equation is, um, like, the since it was, it was uh, a promotion and, like, a role expansion, I still do a lot of the same work that I did with along with a bunch of new things. But, like, I didn't even have to move my desk. And so, like, I think it just immediately sort of pivoted, even though I'm in the same physical space around the same people, the, the, my daily interactions with folks and my new boss are completely sort of 180. Um, and so it, I think that's a little bit of what's at play. It just feels very strange. It feels like I'm in an alternate universe because like all of a sudden now <laughs> there's like heaps of praise where before there was like dysfunctional management. Um, and so yeah. I'm just not, I, I, it's, I'm still sort of, I'm getting used to it. I'm getting, I think over it, but it definitely made me feel like, why do they keep talking about me this way? Like, this is not true. <laughs> this can't be right. Like, why do they have yeah. this? Where did they get this perception of me? Because clearly it wasn't from um, the person before, right? So uh, just very mm. strange sort of feeling. And, I, and, and, and like, so the, and the person who was, like, leading the department, like, was an imposter. Like, the, <laughs> like right. that was, that, there was no yeah. syndrome there. It was, like, it was an imposter. Um, and it's right. just really- Isn't that funny how the person- the people who should be afflicted with this yeah. are the ones who never are. They're just kind of like, I'm great. Well, there's Nothing's something to that, right? Like, there isn't there a bit of like just psychopathy, sociopathy for for people who don't experience that? I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. it's natural to experience imposter syndrome on some level, and if you yeah. don't, there's yeah. got to be something emotionally messed up with you. <laughs> yeah, everyone experience yeah. like especially in your you yeah. get a new job, you just feel a little out of sorts until you get yeah. your footing, which. I think everyone goes through that. <clears throat> I think that, like I said, the weird thing for me is like, I just didn't, it's not like I went to a new place or I went to a new office or I went to a new set of colleagues. It's like the same general core group. Um, and in fact, my new supervisor, I worked with her before. I just didn't report to her. And so yeah. um, it just feels like a, I don't know, I'm in like the upside down, but it's like good. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Very, this is, yeah. this is a, Different take on imposter syndrome than we had previously discussed on our old show when it was just Keenan yep. and I, because we, that that imposter syndrome is the one I'm more familiar with, where it's mm-hmm. um, you feel like you're going to be found out to uh, not be competent at the thing you're supposed to be competent at. But that doesn't mm-hmm. sound like what you're experiencing. You're experiencing, you know, you're competent at it, but you're getting so much praise that it's it's making you uncomfortable and starting to feel disingenuine. Is that yeah, it's 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 like I I know I'm competent until I get all the like I get until somebody recognizes pr- it. <laughs> <laughs> but I get all the praise, yeah. and then it makes me question like, wait, what if like what if I what if I'm not actually good at this? Like I did the work before mm-hmm. and didn't get praise. Now I'm doing the work and getting praise. Like, do I need to step up my level of work? Like I don't know, something's mm-hmm. just out of whack mm-hmm. that I can't really get a grip on. Don't. Don't, no, don't step up your level of work. Don't step up your work. Do the this same lesson. work. <laughs> I have learned this lesson so many times. Um, so many times. That is a good tip for folks out there. Like if you feel like um, you are high performing, but you have not hit your ceiling, don't hit your ceiling unless they pay you more 
or you have yeah. a new role because you yeah. will be that you just set the bar high and then you will have to keep it there. It sucks. Uh, don't we do use that. This, It'll burn you out. We use this phrase a lot and I love it so much. Uh, if you, if you feed the 5,000 once you're a miracle worker, mm-hmm. if you feed the 5,000 twice, you're a caterer. I love mm-hmm. that phrase because mm-hmm. like that's, that's <laughs> it's so indicative of, of the, the business world. Like if, if you can handle an insane amount of work or an insane workload or task, like, you're gonna get that task again if you can, if, yeah. you, if you do it more than once. If you agree to do it more than once to save somebody's ass, you're gonna you're gonna be dealing with that. Yep, yeah, um, absolutely. And so it's I, weird, and I don't know that I did a good job of explaining it because I tried to like think about what like I, my feelings actually were because like I, I I think I internalized it generally as like sort of the general imposter syndrome. Like, oh, they're gonna find me out. Like, they're this praise is like miss it's misguided. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's sort of that's that weird sort of um, juxtaposition of like still working with the same people for the most part, but now all of a sudden like being praised for work that I was doing mm. well before, which is just very strange. So it's not that you feel they're disingenuous; it's that you no. don't feel worthy of it, right? Like it's like I, I think they are being totally genuine. It's just like I'm just like why? It's not that why big now? a deal, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's just not that big a deal. This, I, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> just doing my job, guys. I've been yeah. experiencing my own new form of imposter syndrome in that we've been in hiring for a new role at our company that will somewhat be under my purview. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm <laughs> anytime I'm Boss hiring for, or, or even considering client. like someone's going to come in and know this industry. And know that I don't know what I'm doing in it. <laughs> Someone's going to come in and be like, hey, yeah, I know this guy's my boss, but why the hell did y'all hire him for this? Yeah. Because he doesn't yeah. know what he's so, doing. Yeah. You need to hire an idiot. I mean, right. like, it's consideration. Like, I can't yeah. hire someone smarter. Than, but, I mean, obviously, I, I think I did hire someone smarter than me. But, uh, you know, it's consideration. Like, man, is this person going to come in and find me out and then I'm going to yeah. be out of job? Like, is that how this is going to go? And that's like, that's a different kind of imposter syndrome in that <clears throat> this is like a new, this would be like a new role for you, right? Like overseeing Kinda, somebody. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have, um, I have a, an em- employee with air quotes around that um, now, but he's someone I've known for a long time. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It, it, that's interesting. And so you, you, you guys decided on somebody like you hired someone. Yeah. Yeah. And she, uh, I think she's going to be a phenomenal addition to the team. She's yeah. not, I mean, it's a role that's not entirely under my purview. It kind of straddles a couple different departments. Um, but it's still like during that whole process interviewing people, I'm like, man, I can't say something that this person's going to call me on. Mm. I mean, but genuinely, I, I think I'm competent. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> obviously I, I know enough to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm not missing deadlines and I'm not totally screwing up projects. But like, I don't know. I'm, I, it, it it doesn't help that I'm I'm at my core am a different role than I am at work. Like I'm I'm a designer. I, I in mm-hmm. my in my heart I'm a, I'm a designer, but I'm a developer for my career um, mm-hmm. because that's that's the easiest way to get hired is is a developer um, rather than a designer. It's it's harder to get hired as a designer, um, and it just feels like because that's not my primary nature it's like a second nature job to me that it feels even more shaky than it might Uh, so it it doesn't feel like it's not your natural sort of wheelhouse like you can do it and you're competent at it but it's not something that you feel 
um, is like comes naturally. Is that what you mean? Like, so like design, well, like I've known you for a long time, like design seems to come naturally to you where yeah. you, if someone were to hire you as a di- designer, you'd be like, cool, I'm going to knock this out of the park every day. Cause this is what I know. And, and like, I'm comfortable with, but development though, you can do it, um, mm-hmm. and are probably good at it. It's just not, you just don't have that same level of, of comfort. Yeah, I, I, I'd liken it to uh, music, where I'm. I find myself. It's, it's hard to be humble when making this analogy. I, I, I find myself a good singer, yeah. uh, but I have to work to be a good guitarist. Like I can naturally yeah. be a pretty good singer, but I have to work at getting good at guitar. Right, um, and, and I, I would imagine that. that I, yeah, I would imagine that. Um, then hiring a developer, you'd be like, oh. Yeah. Like this is somebody Thank- who like <laughs> Thankfully I've not hired a developer yet, but yes, exactly. I mean that's yeah. that's a thought that's Got crossed it. my mind. My department will eventually grow big enough that I will have to hire a developer and it's going to be a terrifying time for me. And and it Got shouldn't it. be because I you know, I have worked hard enough, I know what I'm doing, and I've gotten to that position at that point, I imagine. Um, to have grown a department, I've done well enough to do that. But it's still like something in the back of my mind like, Hey, they're gonna rat you out. Hey, bud. <laughs> You don't know yeah, what you're doing, they're gonna and they're going to find out, out they're real gonna good. They're going to figure you out. Yep. Yeah. The second she, second she starts, she just like spends one day and goes right to the partners like, um... Hey, this Klein guy, what the hell? Klein? Really? <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the more... Oh, I think that sounds like the more sort of traditional... Traditional mm-hmm. style. Imposter syndrome. And, and what's funny is like... Um, like, do you think it was the role you were hiring for that made you feel that way? Or was it the person you ended up hiring that made you feel that way? Uh, a bit of both. And I, and I mean, okay. I, I genuinely am not too concerned about uh, about it because, you know, A, it's an entry-level position. We're trying to get someone who can learn and who's who's super passionate about learning new stuff. Uh, but B, it's, it's not entirely my department. Whereas mm. if I were hiring a developer to be under me and assist me in development... I'd feel way more uncomfortable and way more on shaky ground than I am with this. Got it. I like that uh, Klein is basically having traditional style (laughs) imposter syndrome. Old old style. Nate's is like imposter syndrome picante. (laughs) (laughs) Al dente imposter syndrome. Al dente. (laughs) Hey, Kenny, what do you want to talk about again? I don't know. Oh my God, Keenan! I just okay. saw your Slack message. Um, of us laughing. <laughs> oh, on that note, our theme song is A Future So Vast and So Quiet by Prospero off the album Sloppiness is a Virtue. Check him out at prospero.bandcamp.com That's P-R-O-S-S-P-E-R-O-T dot bandcamp.com Wow. Oh, God.
Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) Jesus. Oh my god, I'm dead. Sorry, our ice machine just started freaking out. Uh-oh, what does that mean? <laughs> Wait, you like have a separate ice, machine like, for ice? Throwing ice no, about? it's just like, we just heard a bunch of ice falling in the freezer, even Ooh. though we don't use ice. Oh, hmm. that's... Somebody flipped it on on accident. Do you have it off? Do you have it, like, turned no, off? No, it should have been full. It should have uh, been full, so it would have, like, flipped itself off. Uh, hmm. <laughs> it flipped itself off. Eh, not your best work. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, ice... <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you, ice.